Hey Aliopa! Today is the day for a bit of grammar. Let's talk about reflexive verbs. We talked about this in beginner lesson 20, but don't underestimate. We talked about this in beginner lesson 20, but don't underestimate the power of repetition. So for you who still don't know what these are, they are verbs that need to stand together with words like myself or yourself, etc. There are reflexive verbs in English, there are reflexive verbs in Swedish, but this doesn't mean that the same words are reflexive in both languages. One great example is lära sig, which means to learn in English. We need to say to learn oneself. Let's have a listen to Marcus and Anders as they walk home from a lecture. Hur kommer det sig att man alltid ska behöva lära sig massa onödigt? Ja, man förväntar sig att det man lär sig har något med ämnet man pluggar att göra. Precis! Nu måste vi ta någon kurs i drejning bara för att samla poäng. Mm. Du, man kanske skulle bryta sig in i arkivet och bara ge sig själv tillräckligt med poäng. Du kan ju bara vägra att ta kursen. Förstå för att höra ett annat från din farsa. Och nu med översättning. Let's listen to the translation. Hur kommer det sig att man alltid ska behöva lära sig massa onödigt? Why is it that you always have to learn a lot of unnecessary things? Ja, man förväntar sig att det man lär sig har något med ämnet man pluggar att göra. Yeah, you do expect that what you learn has something to do with the subject you study. Precis. Nu måste vi ta någon kurs i drejning bara för att samla poäng. Right, now we have to take some pottery class just to collect points. Mm. Du, man kanske skulle bryta sig in i arkivet och bara ge sig själv tillräckligt med poäng. Maybe one should break into the archive and just give oneself enough points. Du kan ju bara vägra att ta kursen. Förstå för att höra ett annat från din farsa. You could just refrain from taking the class. But then you'll hear one or two things from your dad. So reflexive verbs are verbs that point back to the subject, the one performing a task. In English we often construct this with words like oneself, but some verbs omit this pronoun like washes in English. So he washes actually means he washes himself. What I want to say here is that he isn't washing his dog. This version of the verb is not reflexive, since the subject isn't performing the task on himself, right? So in Swedish, the word for himself is say. In this case, it is written S-I-G, but not pronounced like sig, but say. All other persons use the object pronoun, more or less like in English. You should know all pronouns by now, so you only need to learn one in this case. For he, she and it, we use say, and not honom, henne or det. We have two different types of reflexive verbs. Those that always are reflexive, they always stand together with that little reflexive pronoun. And we also have those regular verbs that you can perform on yourself. Like when I wash myself. I could also wash my car. In this case, it's not reflexive because I'm washing something else than myself. But if I do it on myself, then I do it on myself. So it's reflexive. 
And one example for the first group is in Swedish, for instance, uppförasej, to behave. You cannot just behave, you have to behave yourself. And of course, you cannot behave the dog or your body. The second group have words like wash, which we already talked about. Here you're not limited to washing yourself, but you can wash other items as well. The same goes for shaving. You can shave, but you can shave your hair or beard or even your dog. So, do you get it now? To recap, we are talking about verbs that are actions performed on the performer. <laughs> so, if you do something to yourself with emphasis on self here, then the verb is reflexive. Some words are always performed on yourself and some can be performed on others as well. The thing is, this is really an easy topic and we have basically covered the grammar behind it, but the highlight here is that it's not always logical which verbs are reflexive. You have to learn them. In English you barely have them and in Swedish some verbs might be reflexive without no apparent reason. The most common example is to learn in Swedish. So you are learning Swedish, huh? Yeah, well, in Swedish you lade, you learn your, yourself Swedish. This doesn't mean that you are teaching yourself Swedish with this course, for instance. This is just a set phrase that you have to use. Jag lär mig svenska. I'm learning Swedish. Jag lär svenska doesn't make sense at all. The verb just basically cannot stand alone and you will just have to learn that. A few more words that have to be reflexive in Swedish are to marry, gifta sig. Notice the little word say here. We also have to break in, bryta sig in, to wear, ha på sig, and to dress, klä på sig. There are a bunch of other examples on our site. This topic is complicated if you want to get fluent, since your brain in this case will construct the sentence as you would in your language, and thus it's easy for it to just leave out the little word say at times. So it's really something you must practice a lot. You really need to develop a, a kind of reflex here. Pun intended. Okay. <laughs> so um, check out our site and the different vocabulary lists for reflexive verbs and uh, see you in the next lesson. Vi ses. Hej då. Remember to stop by sayitinswedish.com for additional interactive material for this lesson, videos and more awesome resources for learning Swedish and become a part of the Say It in Swedish community.